0: Tonight I want to spend a few minutes with you about some inspired prayer requests that the Bible teaches us. In my prayer, I thank the Lord for giving us His Word so that we can know what we ought to do to please Him. On Sunday, we read Romans eight twenty-six through 27 and we studied that section of the 8th chapter of Romans. And the Lord was merciful to us in convicting us about doing some more praying in our lives. And I hope that you have done so in the last 72 hours. I'm thankful for the feedback that I did get from different families about increased prayer in their family. I'm thankful to hear about Psalm 55 and verse 17 being sent to me by a family. Where David said, I will pray morning, noon, and evening, three times a day. And that a family was... Seeking to do that. I'm thankful for a marriage that rejoiced in the wonderful things of conversation that it grants between a husband and a wife when they spend more time praying together. That feedback was good. I received numerous indications of the conviction. We want to pursue that further tonight. The Bible expects us to pray. It commands us to pray. The Lord answers our prayers, and it's the most powerful thing we can do for any part of our lives. It should be very important to us. In Romans 8, 26-27, we found these words, Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us, with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Those highlighted words are an issue that we want to address tonight, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. We don't know the content of our praying as well as we should, though the Bible teaches us a great deal about our content. This particular content has to do with their infirmities, and sometimes we don't know exactly how to address our infirmities because we don't know the secret will of God involved in some particular infirmity He has sent us. But we want to see if we can answer this from other pages of Scripture. Jesus said, But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, Hail Marys and our fathers. He doesn't want us just making noise with our mouths. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. The interesting thing about that last clause is that if our father already knows what we have need of before we ask him, why do we pray? Because He wants us to pray. He wants us to show our dependency upon Him by asking Him for the things that He already knows we have need of. Prayer is a act of worship. Prayer is how we lift up God as our all-sufficient, all-providing Heavenly Father. And so though He knows, He wants us to pray. But we don't pray like the heathen or the Catholics. We pray intelligently by His Spirit and according to His Word. Our Lord Jesus Christ addressed prayer this way. And it is so short and so sweet, but it's a model prayer. And what I'm going to do when I reach certain points in my presentation tonight, I'm going to call on a man to come forward and pray briefly, in line with what the Bible has taught us to that point in our presentation. This is what's commonly called the Lord's Prayer. More accurately, it's the disciples' prayer, because the disciples asked, To be taught how to pray. The Lord's Prayer more properly is John 17 when the Lord himself prayed to his Father in heaven. But that's not a big deal and it's not important. The common expression for this prayer is the Lord's Prayer. After this manner, therefore pray ye. And this manner is going to be different from the vain repetitions of the heathen in the previous two verses I just showed you. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. There is worshipful praise opening up the prayer. This is the manner of praying that Jesus Christ taught his disciples when they said, John teaches his disciples how to pray. Would you teach us? Worshipful praise opening up your prayer where you address the God of heaven and honor him. Our Father, which art in heaven, different from any other father on earth. Hallowed be thy name. Our God has a great and holy name. Thy kingdom come. Three short words where we pray for God's reign and rule over all things to progress. Now the Lord Jesus Christ was in the time of reformation. And he was praying for the earthly kingdom of the gospel millennium to come. We would say at verses like this that we're looking for the Lord Jesus Christ to return. So that God's kingdom can take the heavens and the earth In their entirety. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. The angels stand waiting and ready. They never object or question the will of God. And we ask for God's will to be done that way in our lives and the lives of all men on this planet. That God's will would be done, that we will submit to it ourselves and that God can work his will as it is worked in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. We ask for our provision. And if you read the words carefully, it assumes daily prayer. Because it says, give us this day our daily bread. It doesn't say, give us this day the Cadillac that we would so desire. It's bread. Food convenient for us. And forgive us our debts. There should be confession of sin when we pray And one appeal that can be made to the Lord is that you have forgiven all those who have sinned against you. Because the Bible makes very clear, if you don't forgive your brother their trespasses, your father is not going to forgive you yours. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Here's a request that God will save us from trials and from tempting situations in our lives that could result in there being evil in the sense of trouble or sin. This is a wonderful petition to make. God tempted Abraham, it says in Genesis chapter 22 and verse 1, by asking him to sacrifice Isaac on an altar. That That was a horrible temptation, and we want to be wise and pray the way the Lord has taught us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The Lord Jesus Christ, after he was baptized, was led by the devil into the wilderness to be tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. We want to be spared that, By his mercy. And then we close with worshipful praise. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now look at that prayer. It's 15 seconds long. But it contains all the components of a great prayer. We want to learn more about that this evening. Here's the Lord's Prayer. You open with blessing and praising and worshiping God. You express, number two, a desire for Christ to come. Three, you commit yourself and all to the will of God. You ask for your daily provision. You confess your sins and admit that you have shown forgiveness to others. And you beg your Father to avoid temptation and evil in your life. And you praise and worship God again as you close in Jesus' name. Matthew Eastland is going to lead us in prayer based on these inspired prayer
1: requests. O King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, honor and glory be unto thy name forever and ever. Lord, we are your sheep, the people of yours, and you are our shepherd. Lord, forgive us for the times that we have gone astray. Yes. Forgive us for when we have not walked in the path that you have led us in, Lord. Yes. Lord, we seek nothing more than that you would lead us. Yes. We seek not greatness, we seek not riches, but that you would lead us in your pastures, that you would lead us in the ways of righteousness, right. that you would keep us from pursuing evil, and that you would keep the devil from us, yes. that we yes. would be safe. Yes, Lord. Father, you know our needs. You see what we need each and every day, Lord. We don't ask to consume it on our own lusts, but yes. we ask that we would not be poor and steal. And, Lord, we ask that we not be rich and be lifted up in our minds. Father, I thank you for the fact that you hear our prayers. Yes. But, Lord, we look forward with great expectations the day when prayer will be unnecessary because we will stand in your presence Amen. where we will have no need or want ever again. Lord, we ask that You bring that day to pass. And Father, we ask all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, who made going before Your throne in prayer and one day before Your throne in person possible. Yes. In His great and wonderful name, we ask all these things. Amen. 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 Thank you, Matthew. The Lord's Prayer.
0: So short, so simple, so compact. Worshiping and praising the great God to open and close, thankfulness, confession of sin, asking for basic provisions in our requests, and for the will of God to be done in our lives. How about Jabez in first Chronicles chapter four and verse ten? This has been popularized, sometimes unfortunately in the way it has, but these aren't sound bites. This is a man's prayer that is snuck into ten chapters of chronologies, opening up first chronicles. Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me! Exclamation point. What a prayer! Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, not barely bless me, No, bless me just in word, but bless me in deed, and enlarge my coast. Expand my operations, and bless me with prosperity, and that thy hand might be with me like it was with Joseph, David, and Daniel, and that God would keep him from evil, that trouble and trials and difficulties and pain would not be in his life to grieve him. And he prayed it with great fervency because of the exclamation point in our King James Bible, and look what the Bible wants you to know In First Chronicles four ten, and God granted him that which he requested. What a great life that man had. Amen. Let's look at some of David's. Now, brethren, there's 150 psalms, and I could make 150 slides, and you could too, with with petitions from David's psalms, because many of those psalms are psalms of prayer. But let's look at some quickly. And a brother is going to come and lead us in prayer based on some of David's requests. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. This is not uniting the hearts of the Israelites. This is uniting David's heart. Because one thing God wants when we come to Him is to have a single heart. That we are not distracted, divided, or diverted between spiritual things and carnal things. Purify your hearts, ye sinners, and cleanse yourselves, ye double-minded. In James chapter 4. Unite my heart. Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things that of thy law. When I read the Bible, show me things from your scriptures. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies. Take my heart and bend it Incline it to your testimonies and not to covetousness. And when we go through life, there's this temptation to be following covetousness, what we can see and what everyone tells us is important that we should be pursuing. Instead, bend me away from that toward thy testimonies, the word of God. How about Psalm 143? Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. Now this particular prayer, Quicken me, O Lord, is repeated by David many, many times. Many times in Psalm 119 alone. But make me alive again. I feel dull. I feel dead. My soul's in trouble. Lift me up again. Make me alive again. What do we sing on Sunday twice? Revive us again. Micaiah Pipkin Well done. On Sunday, I hope everyone heard him. Cast me not away from thy presence, David prayed in Psalm 51. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. When you feel like you've lost your joy, it's a prayer request. It is an inspired prayer request of the man who was after God's own heart. Make me. I like that. You know, we used to say in grade school, make me. And we meant, I'm not going to do it. Try to make me, because you're not going to be able to accomplish your desired end. But when we ask for God, we know He's got the power, and we are humbly submitting ourselves to Him. Make me go in the way of Thy commandments. For therein do I delight. That's a great inspired prayer request. Are you humble enough? That you want to tell God to make you do something. Yes, we should. Lord, make me to know mine end. Here's an inspired prayer request. And the measure of my days, what it is, that I may know how frail I am. Don't let me get caught up in this 70-year probationary sojourning down here on earth as a stranger and pilgrim. Make me to know mine end. Mine end is death here and eternal life in heaven. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. These are petitions addressed in this particular case by Moses to the Lord asking him, teach us to number our days. Make me conscious of my life one day at a time so that I apply my heart unto wisdom in each of those days. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts So shall I talk of thy wondrous works. Give me understanding of your word, Father in heaven, and I will speak of it to others. I will share your word. I will preach it. I will proclaim it. I will defend it. I will teach your word. David's prayer request from these nine verses. Unite my heart to fear thy name. We want a single heart fearing God. Teach me to use my days for wisdom. Open my eyes to behold thy word and good things in it. Incline my heart to that word and make me go in its ways. And teach it to me so that I can share it to others. Will my brother Paul come and lead us in prayer with David's inspired prayer
2: requests. And this is but a small sample of them. Our Father in heaven, we are thankful That in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we can come before Thee with these biblical requests. Our Father, we are thankful that You have taught us what we ought to pray for. Lord, help us to pray for these things more often. And bless us to have the hearts to truly desire them in our lives. Our Father, we pray that You would unite our hearts to fear Thy name. Lord, may we not be double-minded, but single of heart single of I, in fearing thee, obeying thee, and seeking thy way in this world. O Lord, bless us to that end. Teach us to consider our ways, to count our days, that we can apply our hearts unto wisdom. O Lord, Lord, we are turned aside often with distractions of this world. Bless us to keep our mind, our hearts focused upon the true value of life and that is serving thee and walking and loving wisdom. We pray that you would open our eyes, that we can behold wondrous things out of thy word. Lord, by our nature, we do not know thy word. We need to be taught it. We pray that you would bless us by thy spirit to understand thy word, to know it, to learn it, and to walk in it and obey it. We pray that you would incline our hearts to thy word. Turn us unto thy word. Cause us to run in the way of thy precepts. We pray that, O Lord, if we be reluctant, that you would make us to go in the way of thy word. We oftentimes turn aside. We are beset with sin and the weights of this world. We pray that you would cause us, make us, to turn back to thy word, to love it, and to go in those ways. We pray that you would teach us your, your word. And bless us to have it with all fitted in our lips. That we can speak of thy word to others. Oh Lord, that we can grant (coughs) wise counsel to those who would ask us. That we can give a reason of the hope that is within us for those who ask. Lord, bless us in these things. They are good requests. You want to give them to us. And we come now to pray that you would bless us by thy spirit. That we can do just these things. And seek yes. thy face with all our heart. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Amen.
0: David was a man of prayer three times a day. Morning, noon, and evening, I'll call upon thee. Psalm 55, 17. Let's look at Solomon, James, and Agar. Ager is the prophet that wrote Proverbs chapter 30. Solomon said in Proverbs chapter 2, Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding. If you want to acquire wisdom and knowledge and understanding, discretion, judgment, and the good things that Proverb describes, it says you need to search for them as for hidden treasure. It describes the zeal that you need to put forth for them in the first nine verses of Proverbs chapter 2. But it says this, Yea, if thou criest after knowledge. Well, that's not crying anywhere else except to the giver of wisdom and knowledge. And that's the Lord God of heaven. And you lift up thy voice. Lift up your voice and beg God for wisdom. James would tell us this. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Let him put Proverbs 2, three into practice. That giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. God is able to give you wisdom as well as he gave it to Solomon, if you will lift up your voice for it. You can easily know more than Solomon because you will know about the Lord Jesus Christ, which Solomon did not. You will have a New Testament perspective on things that Solomon didn't have. I am not saying that you will be able to speak for years about trees and entertain every botanist in the world. Remove far from me vanity and lies, Eger wrote. Give me neither poverty nor riches. I don't want to be poor or wealthy. Feed me with food convenient for me. Give me just enough so that I can do everything you want me to do without having any more that would cause me to be tempted and to sin against thee. So Solomon, James, and Agur, their inspired prayer requests were, give me knowledge and understanding. I want it. It's the principal thing in life. With all thy getting, get understanding. Give me wisdom liberally, O oh God, according to your promise in James 1.5. And when it comes to success, financial success, professional success, only give me what would be good for me. Don't make me poor. Don't make me rich. Give me what would be convenient. Brother Zach,
3: would you come and lead us in prayer? Our Father in heaven, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is thy name in all the earth. Amen. Lord, thou art highly exalted, and we want to lift thee up this night. Lord... We beg Thee, and we ask for knowledge and wisdom and understanding, Lord, that we lack. We know that You do give liberally, Lord, for Your Word says so, and we trust Your Word, O Lord. Help us to trust Your Word and seek through Your Word, Lord, more diligently. Lord, help us to retrieve these pearls that are found within it, and You will not give them to swine, Lord. You will not cast them to swine, but to those that cry out aloud and that seek for it as for hidden treasure and that labor. Lord, give us the strength. Give us the wisdom to go through your word, Lord, and the tools. We thank you for the tools that you have given us, O Lord. We are very grateful for these. We ask for more. We ask that we would be faithful for that wisdom that you have given us. Lord, that we would be careful for nothing. Our Father in heaven, Lord, if people would sell everything to gain knowledge of thy kingdom and how great it is, Lord, help us to have that desire. Let that be the desire of each of our hearts, Lord, to seek first thy kingdom. And your righteousness, O Lord. Lord, help us. As David wrote Psalms 119, Lord, every verse glorifies, Lord, your statutes, your judgments, your ordinances, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Lord, we beg thee that we would have the heart that David had for your word. Yes. Lord, bless us with these things that we may be profitable to you for your namesake, O Lord. We are but fools. Lord, you chose us, the base and foolish of this world. Lord, you put your spirit within us. We ask for thy name's sake, O Lord, that you would do this for us. Lord, that you would receive the glory and honor that is due your name. For you are worthy of so much more. Lord, forgive us where we have not given thee what you deserve. Help us, Lord, with thy double portion of thy spirit that we may do this. We beg thee, O Lord. It is in Jesus' name who we want to lift up and magnify this night. And it is in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Zach. The great God of wisdom. He had wisdom before he laid the foundations of the earth. Proverbs chapter 8 describes in great detail how wisdom was with him in the beginning when he laid the foundations of this world. And it's a wonderful thing and there's nothing that can be pursued in life that can be compared to wisdom. The power of right judgment. What is the right thing to do? at any particular time, with any particular set of circumstances that would please God, that would be perfect. That's wisdom. Knowledge and understanding are closely related to it. How about our Lord Jesus Christ? In Luke chapter 10, Jesus said, Therefore said He unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. The harvest is great and there's few laborers. There's many souls, many sheep, that love the truth of God's word and there's few men feeding them. It was true in our Lord's day. It's true in our day. Paul would say he had no man like-minded like Timothy. All men cared for their own things in comparison to Timothy who truly cared for the churches. And so the Lord Jesus Christ said, Pray ye therefore. There's a consequence of hearing about scattered sheep and scattered believers that wish they had a church and wish they had truth being taught to them. And this is the consequence. This is what we should do. We pray the Lord of the harvest. Because it's the Lord that makes sheep. And it's the Lord that feeds sheep through his ministers. That he would send forth laborers. So we want to pray for ministers. We want to pray in this short prayer request, illustrated by our Lord Jesus Christ, when He said, Father, glorify Thy name. Use me. Glorify Thyself through me. Glorify Thy name in my life. And the Lord Jesus Christ went to the cross and glorified His Father. So He also prayed, Father, the hour is come, as He was just hours away from His crucifixion, Glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee. Now, God is not going to glorify us the same way He glorified His only begotten Son. But He can glorify us with blessings of wisdom and prosperity and mercy and grace in our lives, whereby we can turn it back around and glorify Him by the life we live. And so, from the Lord Jesus Christ... We gather these three inspired petitions for God to raise up ministers. Men who fear no man, men who have an appetite for the word of God, who will think outside the box, but inside the scriptures, inside those covers, and who will study diligently to be able to feed his people with knowledge and understanding. We want to raise, we want to, we want God to raise up ministers. We want God to glorify Himself and we want Him to glorify us so that we can in turn glorify Him. By the blessings He gives us, we'll turn them around to show God's great glory. When you pray for your family, I hope you pray for your family that your family can glorify and adorn the Gospel. Now that's a petition that the Lord has an interest in. If it's just to make you happy, He doesn't have all that big of an interest in that. He has a bigger interest in his own happiness. And so appeal to his happiness that your family honors his word, adorns his gospel, shuts the mouths of his enemies. This is what I mean by these three. This is what the Lord meant by these three inspired petitions. For God to raise up other preachers, for God to glorify himself, let's pray for the glory of God. And for God to glorify himself through us. Dad, would you come and lead us in prayer, please?
4: Our Father in heaven, we thank thee for the Apostle Paul saying that when the Lord Jesus ascended on high, he gave some pastors, teachers. Yes, we pray that this will be fulfilled in our day <clears throat> and out of our church. Yes. We Lord. thank you for this training spot. We thank you for the pastor that you have put here. And we pray that out of those who are in this congregation presently, you will be pleased to raise up some who will be your loyal, faithful teachers and defenders of truth who love thee and love your word and will be fitted to proclaim it to others. Yes, Lord. We pray that not only for here, but for those many people looking to you to send them a teacher, a pastor, a someone to instruct them in the ways of truth. We pray for their needs to be met. We do not know how that will be done. We trust you to do that in your own glorious way Amen. of sending someone into their lives to be their helpers. Yes, we ask our Father that you might be glorified in all that we do. Here as a church and as individuals yes. in this church. Yes, we seek not to have... A name for ourselves in any wise. We thank you that even our website is different from all the other websites that we see out there. It does not draw attention to names here, but it gives glory to thee and directs attention to your word. May this always be true. And Father, help us as we hear your word tonight, as we read it on the occasions when we do at home, privately as we talk one with the other that we might encourage each other to seek your glory to plan things in our lives in our with our children and with others that would bring glory and honor to thee help us lord to work to live work and serve thee to that end we want all glory to the lord jesus christ yes. in whose name we pray amen amen amen
0: thank you father when you read a verse like John twelve twenty eight with only four words and it takes you less than one second to read it as you're blowing through John 12, is that how you read the scriptures? Or do you slow down enough that when you come across to John twelve twenty eight and the Lord Jesus Christ says, Father, glorify thy name. Is there part of you that says glorify thy name? Lord, I love that thought. Right. Father, I love that thought. Glorify thy name. Use me. Glorify thyself through me. Let's not just blow over the precious words of Scripture, but stop and pray. When it's a prayer, pray it. Psalm 119, wonderful chapter about the Word of God. We don't have time to elaborate on that, but there are so many prayers in the Bible that when you're reading along and you find one, stop and pray it. It's an inspired prayer doesn't get any better than that. Paul's prayer requests. Now we come to our brother Paul. I exhort therefore that first of all, this is a strong exhortation from the apostle in his first epistle to Timothy and just the second chapter after his personal testimony in chapter 1, he says, I exhort therefore first of all, supplications. Supplicate means to beg and plead prayers, intercessions, acting on the behalf of another, and giving of thanks, be made for all men. And we understand that all men as all sorts of men, or all kinds of men, by what follows. It's like when the Bible says in four chapters later, 1 Timothy 6, for the love of money is the root of all evil. It's the root of all kinds of evil and all sorts of evil. It is most definitely not the root of all evil. Adam and Eve did not eat the fruit off the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because of money. David did not commit adultery with Bathsheba because of money. It's all kinds of evil. And here it's all kinds of men, meaning for kings. That was a different concept for a Christian because kings were generally their enemies. When it came to the gospel for kings and for all that are in authority, governors, Masters, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. This is Paul's first strong exhortation to Timothy of conduct in the churches. And he adds this, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Now when the Bible tells us that something is good and something is acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, Does that enhance it a little bit for you? That is something we should want to do. And what is it here? Praying for government. Praying for rulers of a high level and of a lower level. All that are in authority. So that's one of Paul's prayer requests. Finally, brethren. Now he said first of all, now he says finally, in this particular passage, pray for us. Notice, here's an inspired prayer request that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, that nothing would hinder it, that the devil wouldn't hinder it, and that evil men wouldn't hinder it, even as it is with you, because it was glorified and had free course in Thessalonica, because they turned from idols to serve the living and true God, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. Two petitions here. Bless the preaching of your word to not be hindered by men or devils and cause us to be protected from unreasonable and wicked men who hate your gospel. Paul's prayer request from those two passages. Gospel preaching to be unhindered. Gospel preaching to be glorified by laying out the truth of the gospel in a way that causes men to rejoice and to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ and that God's preachers, whether in Malaysia or America, would be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men in their churches or out of the churches and fulfill their offices. Brother Stephen, would you come and lead us in this prayer?
5: Our holy, heavenly Father, Lord, we come before Thee and want to praise Your name this evening, dear Lord. We're thankful, Lord, that You bow down Your ear to hear our prayers, Lord. Amen. You are glorious. And, and, and creator of heaven and earth and everything yes. in them, Lord. We cannot raise your name enough. And you bow down and, and you want to hear our prayers and you do hear our prayers. Lord, we're thankful for that. Lord, we're thankful that you have magnified your word and your gospel to us, dear Lord, here. Yes. We are very thankful Thank and very blessed for that, Lord. We are thankful to, that, to you for that. Lord, we're thankful for you for your opening up the preaching here in this country. Lord, but we want more. We pray that You'll have Your Word unhindered in the United States, dear Lord, and in this world, dear Lord. That Your kingdom will come here, dear Lord. And that Your preachers will be able to preach uh, inhibited, dear Lord. That they will not be inhibited. We pray that You'll give Your preachers boldness, dear Lord. That they'll preach Your Word as it ought to be taught, plainly. And that you, dear Lord, your son, Jesus Christ, will be glorified. And your doctrine will be glorified. Yes. Not even here, dear, not only here, but in Mal- Malaysia, dear Lord, in every place. We know, we do not know all your men that you have out there preaching your word, dear Lord. We pray that you will be with each one of them. Yes. Uh, that you will give them the tongue of the learned, dear Lord. Help them to have foreheads of flint and not to be afraid of any man, dear Lord, but to preach your word boldly. Yes. And Lord, we pray that you will keep them from wicked and unreasonable men, for all men have not faith, dear Lord, yes. that, that You will bring the sheep to the shepherds, dear Lord, and that Your Word will be glorified. Amen. Lord, we're thankful for what You've given us, Lord, and we pray that it will increase more and more, yes. and in this world, more and more. Yes. And we pray for Your Son, Jesus Christ, to come quickly. Lord, forgive us for our sins, and help us always to keep Your Son, Jesus Christ, in the forefront yes. of, my, of our minds. And we ask this in His matchless name. Amen. Amen.
6: Amen.
0: Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Oh, for the gospel to go out with power. What good news, the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, opening the men's eyes and turning them from Satan and his darkness to light. Acts 26. Ephesians chapter 1. The, the print might be a little small, but I hope you can see it. Wherefore I also... After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints. Two things make an apostle happy. Belief and confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ and love to one another. Paul said, when I heard of those two things, I ceased not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. And now we're going to get some very important prayer requests for that Ephesian church that we can read about in its own epistle. And in Revelation chapter 2. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. That God would give you the Holy Spirit so that you could know God better. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of His calling. We're called to be saints. We're called to be His sons. We're going to heaven to spend eternity with Him. That's our calling. For you to know the hope of it, so that you're lifted up out of this world. And what the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. Now that's a lot of prepositional phrases strung together, but it's telling you that the glory of the riches in heaven are so great that it would keep you from being sucked away by the foolishness of this world if you knew them. So the apostle is praying for your understanding to be lifted up and your eyes to be opened that you would know the hope of your calling and the riches of that glory. And he wants you to know what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. For you to believe the gospel required the same regenerative power That's something you can't learn in medical school. I mean, maybe we get to grow a few new skin cells, but there's no regenerative power of giving new life. But we were quickened. We were made alive by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. And this is one of the prayers, requests, that Paul had for the Ephesian saints. Now, when we summarize it, we can look at it this way. A greater measure of the Holy Spirit. A greater outpouring and strength of the Spirit of God in us to give us wisdom and revelation to know God. That we might know Him better. Know Him more personally. Know Him more affectionately. And that we would truly grasp the hope of our calling. What it really means to be a son of God. First John 3 says it will change your life if you really understood it. And that we would grasp the riches of our inheritance so we wouldn't care so much about the things here And that we would grasp the power that's already been exerted by God in regenerating us. Those are inspired prayer requests. A greater measure of the Spirit so that we can know God better and these things that God wants us to know. The hope of our calling, the riches of glory, and the power that he used to save us. Brother Gerald, would you come and lead us in prayer please?
7: A most gracious and kind Heavenly Father, we stand before you, humble this night, O Lord, yes. under the teachings and the convictions of our inability and our faithfulness in prayer, O Lord. But Lord, we beg your forgiveness this night, that yes, we Lord. call upon you, O Lord, that you would fill us with a greater measure of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Yes. Yes. Father. Lord, give us the wisdom, and the revelation to know you. We know that wisdom, the beginning of wisdom, is a fear of the Lord, and we stand before you this night in fear and trembling, O Lord. We pray, Lord, that our hearts are sincere. If not, Lord, look into them and convict us of anything in there that might be displeasing to you that we can render it unjust and unclean and and. Crucify it, O Lord. Mortify that thing. And Lord, we pray that we will have a greater revelation of you by the cleansing cleansing of our hands and our hearts and our minds. Lord, we just pray for that Holy Spirit that we might know the mind of God. Yes. The holy, the righteous, the just judge of all things, heaven and earth, and all things being. Lord, we want to know the hope of our calling. Please, O Lord, we beg you this night to enlighten the eyes of our understanding, that we would know this even better. We are set apart, Lord, as sons of God, adopted, Lord, the great mystery that most of the world does not understand. While we can have such great hope in times of trouble and trial, even in times of desperation, it seems, upon us, Lord, but when we know how to pray and how to come before the great God of heaven to give us all good things to his children, O Lord, then we have no fear. And if God be for us, who can be against Amen. us? Lord, help us to understand that more fully. Lord, we, we thank you for what we do know in the riches of our inheritance, that great pr- precious promises that you've laid up for us and pro- proclaimed for us in your written word, that word, Lord, that we direct our lives by, that great King James Bible, Lord, that we're so happy and proud and so... uh defensive of, Lord. We know we see those uh, promises there and we're thankful for that. Lord, there is an inheritance that's almost unspeakable and full of glory that we cannot talk about even if if our great Apostle Paul could not speak of it. We can't imagine how great it is. Lord, we know that the quickening power of the Holy Spirit is one mighty work. Lord, we were... In times past, we were walked according to the course of this world, we were dead in our sins and yes. trespasses, hopelessly, lost, condemned to hell, and Lord, you quickened us, you've taken these bodies, these in, uh, these corruptible bodies, O oh Lord, and you've brought them into your and made one body of them, and you have brought us and made us alive, O oh Lord, yes. through the power of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, O oh Lord. We thank you for that this night. And we beg you, Lord, if we've grieved or we have quenched your spirit in any way, we beg, Lord, you forgive us and restore it to us in fullness, O Lord, that we can walk as worthy servants, as faithful servants and stewards of what you have given us this day. Lord, we beg your mercy upon us and we beg your manifestation in the lives of everyone that sits before us here this day, that you would endow them with the Holy Spirit and fill them. For the power to walk effectively as you have set forth for us. Yes. We thank you and bless you and praise you this night. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
4: Amen. amen. amen.
7: Thank you, Brother amen.
0: Gerald. These are things God wants you to know, and these are things His chosen apostle to the Gentiles wanted you to know. And you need the power of the Holy Spirit to open up your understanding to be able to fully grasp things that are way beyond anyone's knowledge in this world. There is no way to know these things but by divine revelation. Follow along, please. Some of the most majestic language in the New Testament. For this cause, Paul writes to the same church at Ephesus, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Isn't that majestic language? He's describing his praying. I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you. I pray to our Father that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might, by His Spirit in the inner man. God, by His Spirit that moved upon the face of the waters and brought forth dry land, is able to strengthen your inner man with might so that you can accomplish things like this, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is in heaven. His Spirit is in our hearts. But God, by the Holy Spirit, is able to take your new man, your inner man, and so strengthen him with power that you can embrace Christ Jesus more fully, more personally, more intimately, more affectionately. And this is a prayer request. That ye, being rooted and grounded in love, that is knowing the love of God, May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and the length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge. It can't be known naturally. It exceeds it. But there is a power from the Holy Spirit that is able to convince us of how much Jesus Christ loved us in all of its dimensions and it would change our lives. And so this needs to be a prayer request that we have when we come before the Lord. And the the, op, the the ultimate objective of being rooted and grounded in love and to embrace the Lord Jesus Christ by faith and to know the dimensions of His love is to be filled with all the fullness of God. This is Bible praying. This is apostolic praying. Brethren, let's be convicted and committed to do more than thank the Lord for our food, than to ask Him for a better job, than to ask Him to get over our runny nose. Let's pray for these things. If these things were in place, your job and your runny nose wouldn't mean nearly as much to you. Because these are the great riches. It's the might of His Holy Spirit teaching us Holy strength, Holy Spirit strength in our inner man to fully know Jesus Christ by faith. To be grounded in God's love for us. To have a fresh revelation of it in our hearts so that we can grasp the full dimensions of how much Jesus Christ loved us. Paul said, The love of Christ constraineth me. It's what makes me live the way that I do until we are filled with all the fullness of God. You hear me read this to you? I want to put it before your eyes. This is an inspired prayer request. Brother Newell, come and lead us, please.
6: Our most kind and blessed Savior. And Father, we thank you for your great goodness and kindness towards us that exceeds our ability to understand it. Yes. Father, we ask in line with what our inspired apostle that you sent to us gave us. Lord, that we might be filled with your Holy Spirit and strengthened. Father, we are so weak. We are so fragile. Our life is but a hand's breath. So we need his strength, Lord, to help us, to establish us, so that we can know Jesus Christ by faith.
5: Heavenly Father, help us.
6: Father, we are creatures of dust. And our eyes are all too often on the dust. Help us to lift them up and view Jesus Christ fully with the eye of faith. Help us, Lord, to be grounded in the love, the great love that you have shed abroad for us. Lord, help us to know that. Help us to be ashamed, Father, when we do not live according to your love. And dedicate ourselves every minute of every day to serving you better. Lord, help us to grasp all the dimensions of that love. Of Jesus Christ willingly. Lord, he was a man like us. In his human nature. But he, for the joy that was set before him, gave up his life, his desires, everything. To fulfill your desires. Help us to understand that, Lord, and to walk in that example. Lord, help us. You have made us. You have adopted us to be your children. You've given us your nature in regeneration. And your spirit dwells within us to help enforce that. Lord, help us to be filled with all the fullness of your character and of your attributes in our lives, Father. To show forth that we are your children, Lord. Father, I thank you so much for this great blessing that you've given to us. And Lord, help us to use it that you might be magnified and glorified and Jesus Christ yes. would be extolled as the great King of kings, Lord of lords, yes. the Savior. It's in his precious name we ask these things. Amen. Amen.
0: Brother Eric, would you come and lead us in number 725 in the red handles? Everyone, please get your red handles and turn to number 725. <laughs> Brother, my heart is full of matter about authority, government, rulers, kings, politics, and things that I was going to preach to you in the Second Assembly this past Sunday. But I will tell you the, t- the truth. This subject about praying the inspired spiritual prayer request of the Bible far more important. The reason the other is so attractive to you is because the world's talking about it all the time, and it has to do with our life down here on this earth. This has to do with our life in the world to come. And a spiritual perspective on things far more important. I'm full of matter on it. I'm very worked up about the other subject, but this is more important. And I hope tonight with this little reminder since Sunday that you'll go home and pray more By yourself, with your spouse, with your family. And let this church be a church of prayer. And not let it just be any kind of praying, but spiritual praying according to the Bible's own inspired prayer requests. Let's stand together and let's sing this as we conclude. this night's proceedings. Amen. 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 You are dismissed.